With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome in, one and all, to another edition of the Pick'em Podcast here on the Blockham Podcast Network, an affiliate of the Fans First Sports Network. I am Vaughn Lozon, and as you can probably tell, Luke Giardi out once again with other obligatory things going on in his life, so we wish him well. Hopefully he can be back on for a pivotal week 13 in college football, but before we get there, we got to get through week 12, and I am joined today by Dan Plucker, as always. Dan, how has uh, your last week been? And uh, I, I can I, I can probably guess uh, the the eliminator probably wasn't a part of it, but I hope everything else has been good for you. Yeah, Northwestern, good on you. Um, I, I underestimated you, just like everybody has been this year. They made their head coach uh, official two today um we're recording this podcast on wednesday so uh good for them for having a future uh looks like things might be turning around for them hopefully things will turn around for me in terms of my college football picks because i think i'm 500 or worse the last four weeks but that's gonna change this week uh and also just for reference for betting uh bet primetime unders for the nfl uh it's kind of insane that's how i've been continued continuing to have winning weeks overall even though i have struggled uh with my college football picks the last couple weeks yeah yeah it's uh it's been a a quite interesting last few weeks for sure but when as it pertains to week 11 you and i both went four and four and even 500 luke bested us by a single game he went five and three so now I have a 48, 42, and three record. You, Dan, are sitting at 46, 44, and three, and Luke is at 45, 45, and three. So uh, we've got eight more games to choose from this week, and uh, we're going to start right 
Uh, it's rivalry week in the Pac-12. We're going to start right at, uh, you know, what, what preseason, this looked like a much better game than it is now. Uh, but the point spread is quite interesting here in this one. UCLA traveling the short distance over to USC. And the Trojans, uh, none of these teams are ranked, but the Trojans are seven-point favorites at home. Uh, I started last week, Dan, so I figured you could start this week. So who do you got winning or at least covering in this pivotal rivalry game? Could be, uh, it sounds like it's going to be Chip Kelly's final uh, go uh, against USC as the UCLA head coach. So it could be a very interesting matchup to watch. So what do you got going on in this game, Dan? Yeah, that Chip Kelly thing just adds such an interesting curveball to this game. Uh, the fact of the matter is, I mean, you said earlier this year, I mean, three weeks ago, this was a top 25 matchup. And since then, UCLA last week, was puzzling. I mean, they were losing two to, or they were losing to two and seven Arizona State. They were fourteen point favorites. Chip Kelly said that both Ethan Garbers and Dante Moore were available on quote an emergency basis, but then didn't put them in even after their third string quarterback got hurt and their fourth stringer was going zero for four from the field. I just don't understand what the thought process was. Uh, from Chip Kelly and then he said I think I'm doing a fine job just for reports uh, later in the week to say that he's going to be fired after this game uh, but I don't know part of me is wondering what's going to happen with Caleb Williams too um, especially as we're getting later in the week here uh, because what what is there for him to really play for at this point either he's not going to win the Heisman USC is not going to be fighting for a Pac-12 championship or a college football playoff appearance and also He's probably not going to play in the bowl game. This is their last regular season game. Not sure why he would play in this game either. Maybe that's something that comes out really late this week, um, but we'll see. Uh, and this game's going to come down to specifically, you know, that USC offense versus the UCLA defense because the, either of the other sides are really, really bad at this point in the season. UCLA's offense sucks. So does USC's defense. So, I mean, whichever one of that, you know, uh, rock in a hard place is going to be broken uh, is going to be the difference in this game. I like UCLA plus seven points though. I think this one's going to be a weird, weird game that Chip Kelly might pull out of his butt in his last performance with the Bruins. Uh, so I'm just going to be rolling on the defensive side of the ball and be picking the UCLA Bruins in this one. Yeah, I thought about going that way. Uh, that's the way that Luke is picking this week. He also have has a uh, UCLA uh, with the seven points, but I'm going to take USC to win and cover this seven point spread. Um, we were all on Oregon last week to win by more than two touchdowns and they were only able to win by one touchdown. So I think this USC team does still have a little bit of fight left in it, even though uh, it, it just hasn't went their way this season. They've had some inexplicable losses. They fired their defensive coordinator, but they did play a lot better than I was expecting last week against Oregon. And now that they're playing this UCLA team that, I mean, the reports like we've been talking about with Chip Kelly uh, potentially getting fired at the end of the season and Dante Moore, this QB situation that they have unfolding, it has just been so weird and bizarre. I mean, I've never seen anything like this where you have a five-star quarterback freshman who was starting for most of the season and then you bench him and like he's healthy and you're still not playing him. It's just 
it's a really weird thing in the emergency quarterback situation like you brought up last week. I I just don't know what's going on in his head or what's going on at UCLA right now. But to lose to Arizona by more than two touchdowns and to lose to Arizona State by uh, a touchdown and a field goal, I the last few weeks have just not been going their way. And I feel like I just trust Caleb Williams and the offensive pieces that they have at USC a little bit more at this point than anything else that UCLA has going on for them. So I'm going to take USC to win and cover the seven point spread. I'm not super confident in it. But that is just the way that I'm leaning. I'm definitely not going to put any money on this game. I would certainly stay away from it if I were betting actual real-life dollars on this. So uh, just for the sake of our fake little uh, fun imaginary game here, I will take USC uh, to win and to cover the seven points. But we will move on to another in-state rivalry here. Uh, This one being in the Big 12. Number 21, Kansas State. They are eight-point favorites as they travel to number 25, Kansas, this Saturday. And I am going to pick Kansas State to win and to cover the spread as well. Uh, The Jayhawks, they lost their second-string quarterback last week to injury uh, in Jason Bean, and it sounds like he might be able to play this weekend, but I just don't see this one going particularly well for Kansas, regardless who their quarterback is. Kansas State has been absolutely on fire recently, They should have beaten Texas, if we're being totally honest. They completely botched that game at the very end of it. And uh, they have the 10th best offense and 27th ranked defense, according to SP+. They haven't lost to Kansas straight up since 2008. And Kansas State has beaten Kansas by 20 or more points in each of the last four games. At this point, I think Kansas State continues to roll. Uh, regardless of where it's played at, I think it'll be a bit of a hostile environment. I think there is a bit to get up for, for both of these teams, but I'm going to take Kansas state to win and cover on the road against their hated rival. Dan, what do you uh, think is going to happen in this rivalry game? Yeah, Vaughn, I'm right there with you. I'm riding with the Wildcats as well on the road and mostly because it's Kansas. Kansas is just horrible against the spread against Big 12 teams. They're two and six ATS this season in conference. And uh, you mentioned a lot of things that I was going to. Jason Bean uh, did get hurt last week, was in concussion protocol. Lance Leopold is optimistic that he's going to play, but even if he does, Kansas State's defense is number 11, actually, according to FPI, depending on what metric you use. Um, and they're number 11, like you said, overall on S&P Plus now. Um, and, you know, you mentioned as well that Kansas hasn't beaten Kansas State since 2008, while the margin has only been within eight points twice in that span. We're talking 15 years and only twice it's been within eight points. Uh, I like the Wildcats. I think that they could honestly be undefeated this season. Um, you know, that the 61 yard field goal against Missouri early yeah. in the year, um, the Oklahoma state game at Oklahoma state was their only real bad game this year. Uh, I think that they're much better and they're playing their asses off right now. I think they're better than this Jayhawks team and they should cover the spread, especially because one thing you didn't mention, <laughs> uh, their Big 12 <laughs> championship hopes are still alive. Uh, the Wildcats kind of control their own destiny. If they beat Kansas this week and Iowa State next week, 
they have the tiebreaker over Oklahoma, over uh, pretty much over every other two-loss team in the Big 12 right now. So if they went out, they're playing Texas again in the Big 12 championship game. So I will uh, take Kansas State as well because they have that motivation to win this game. Didn't even know that aspect, Dan. <clears throat> you uh, you got me there. So, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, we're all riding Kansas State. Luke's got Kansas State as well. So uh, I, I think that's probably the way to go with this one. I may actually put some money on this one, quite frankly. I I'm think Kansas to, yeah. State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this one seems like a, a sure bet if there is one this weekend in college football. <clears throat> we'll stick with the uh, Big 12 here with this next uh, selection as uh, number seven, Texas. They've been in a few interesting situations uh, in the second half of football games over the last few weeks. They are seven and a half point favorites as they travel to Iowa state, that team that you just uh, mentioned there uh, when talking about Kansas state again, seven and a half point favorites for Texas. Uh, Dan, which one, uh, which side are you leaning here? Are you lean with the longhorns or are you riding with the home dog in the cyclones? Yeah, I'm going with the home dog and the Cyclones because people forget this Texas team beat Iowa State by only three points in Austin last season. And uh, the Cyclones have actually won three of their last four games in this matchup. Uh, Just outside of that game in Tuscaloosa, the Longhorns have been bad on the road. Not not. Not just like mediocre. They've been bad. They almost lost to Houston. I know that some of those games are without Quinn Ewers, but even so, I mean, this team should have been able to roll over. Uh, Houston specifically is the one that I have in mind. Um, and some of those other games that they've had in the last couple of weeks. And and if the Longhorns start slow, I think there's a chance that Iowa State gets a lead, makes this game really ugly, and keeps things close. Uh, Iowa State's four and one in their last five games against the spread against or against the spread while playing Texas, and Texas is one and four against the spread in their last five games. I like the under, which is at forty seven and a half, and I like the Cyclones with the points at home under the lights with a late start on Fox. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Yeah, man, I'm going with Iowa State, too. If you're going to give me a home... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Underdog. And I'm getting not only a touchdown, but also the hook. I, I'm I'm going to take that. I mean, not only that, but like I said at the open there, Texas has been in some tight contests over the last month, and they go on the road for a second straight week. You mentioned it's another uh, under the lights game, primetime kickoff on the road. I, I mean, they had this exact same situation last week and they almost blew it to TCU. Iowa State also has one of the best defenses sneakily in America. It's ranked number 10 on SP plus number 34 overall rush defense and number 34 overall pass defense as well. So they are about as consistent as it gets defensively. Quinn Ewers is going to have to step it up a tad bit more this week and going forward as well, because Texas lost their starting running back, uh, Jonathan Brooks, to a torn ACL in that game last week against TCU. So I think they're going to have to kind of uh, rediscover what their offense is like. They're going to I think they're going to have to predicate it more on the shoulders of Quinn Ewers and uh, in those situations. It seems like Steve Sarkeesian just for some reason hasn't wanted to do that, but I think he's going to have to start doing that uh, starting this week with Jonathan Brooks gone for the rest of the season. So I'm interested to see how Texas responds to all of this, but I am going to pick Iowa State with the points at home uh, to at the very least cover the spread. Uh, Luke, on the other hand, is going with Texas. He is rolling with the Longhorns. Minus seven and a half. So uh, we will see how that one goes in the Big 12. Let's go over to the ACC for our next game, though, Dan. Number 10, Louisville. They have been uh, one of the interesting stories in college football this season. Uh, They are, yeah, number 10. They're in the top 10 in the college football playoff rankings right at number 10. But they are just a one-point favorite heading to Miami to take on the Hurricanes. And I... I'm going to go with Miami once again to cover this spread. And uh, I think they end up upsetting Louisville this weekend at home. Uh, I picked the Hurricanes last weekend as an underdog. They were a two-touchdown underdog against Florida State. They ended up only losing by a touchdown. So I'm going to go with uh, the underdog here again this week, another home dog with Miami. The only difference, like I said, I think they just win this game outright. They've got that uh, ferocious defense that just feasts on opposing quarterbacks. Uh, Louisville's offensive line gives up two sacks per game on average, and Miami got to Jordan Travis three times for sacks last weekend. So I think they'll uh, be able to do that once again. Uh, especially with this game being at home. I think that's going to just juice it up a little bit more. Um, And uh, uh, Tyler Van Dyke offensively, he was benched and then forced to go back in after Emery Williams, their freshman suffered a season ending injury. I kind of think he's going to have a fire lit inside him after all that happened. I think he's got a little bit to prove uh, coming back from the bench. And I think he's going to be able to get it done this weekend uh, to uh, have one of the bigger upsets in college football uh, this season, especially this weekend. So I will pick Miami to not only cover, but to also upset the Cardinals 
at home. Very well may bet this one as well on the money line. Uh, we'll see if I'm getting uh, a, a little little uh, uh, dicey, rolling the dice with this one. But, uh, Dan, where do you see this one heading? Do you see uh, Miami also upsetting Louisville, or do you think that they uh, continue their winning ways? Yeah, I'm right there with you again, Vaughn. I am. I already have put money on the money line for Miami oh, there for you this go. game. Uh, this is the third time that I've done so this season, each time with them being home dogs against the spread. That was uh, the Clemson upset and also their win over Texas A&M earlier this season, which I guess could have been considered an upset as well, even though looking back, it probably isn't. Um, and Louisville, I mean... They've somehow played all but two games at home this season. Uh, Those two games were at NC State, where they won by only three points, and then a loss to Pittsburgh by 17. Uh, I've been impressed with Miami uh, several times this season. Obviously, they covered last week against Florida State. You mentioned Tyler Van Dyke being back at quarterback, too. That's a huge thing for them at home. Uh, he's completing 71.6% of his passes at home compared to 60.7 on the road. Miami has a 53.7% chance of beating Louisville in this game, according to ESPN analytics. And I like him too. I'll take him plus one. I'll take a money line. I would maybe even go alternate spread here and give him like a minus two and a half, uh, just to see what that, what those odds are like. I don't have them on top of hand, but I have them winning outright in this game. Yeah, uh, Luke's right there with us. He's got Miami uh, covering this with one point as well. Uh, On DraftKings right now on the money line, it's a minus 108 for Miami on the money line and minus 112 for Louisville uh, also on the money line. So, yeah, I mean, if there is like a bet to be made, the alternate spread, if you're looking to do two and a half, Dan, um, Let's see, two and a half for Miami to, it would be plus 109. So I think those probably are the better odds to do. I mean, if they're going to win, you assume they're probably going to do it by a field goal or so. At least, yeah. Th- that's probably the move. So I very well might do that. I mean, you bring up a good point with that spread. <laughs> so we'll see what I do. <laughs> but we're all riding the Miami train <laughs> this weekend uh, as they host Louisville at home. That'd be a huge upset if it happens. Uh, but let's go back over to the Pac-12 for our very next game. Both these teams are ranked, and this is going to be a really interesting one as well. Number 22, Utah, heads to number 17, Arizona. And uh, the home team here, Arizona, favored by just a single point. And that is the way that I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Arizona uh, to cover the spread and win, obviously, at home. Jed Fish has this Wildcat team playing really quality football. And uh, they've been on a really impressive four-game winning streak with uh, wins over Oregon State, UCLA, Colorado, and Washington State. And I think they're going to get to a fifth straight win. And this would be a really impressive one against a very quality Utah team. The only thing that I I can really trust uh, with Utah at this point is its defense. But Arizona's kind of already been tested by some great defenses over the past month. And their quarterback, Noah Fafita, he has been really good since uh, their original starting quarterback, Jaden Delora, went down with injury earlier this season. Uh, Fafita is completing 73.5% 
of his passes. He's only thrown four picks all season. And uh, this game's at home. They've lost just one game at home all season. And uh, that was by a single touchdown to Washington. So I think they end uh, the season on a really high note. I think they beat this Utah team this weekend and uh, they just keep rolling there. So I'm going to take Arizona to win and to cover uh, the one point spread. Dan, uh, which way are you leaning here? You got Arizona or Utah here? Yeah, I'm actually going the other way. I like Utah in this game, and it's because I've been pretty impressed with their explosiveness on offense the last couple weeks. Uh, Bryson Barnes has done some nice things, I think, um, filling in and being that starting quarterback that uh, Cam Rising was expected to be earlier this year. And, man, how interesting would it be if Cam Rising would have come back and actually played this year for Utah with how great, you know, uh, their defense is. And I don't know, they might have had a shot at maybe winning the Pac-12, but I understand Rising's decision to sit out as well. Um, you know, they Utah, they, they kept up with Washington. They destroyed Arizona State. Um, and I like the development, like I said, of their offense just over all over the last couple weeks. Arizona, meanwhile, like you mentioned, they've defended their home field well. They beat UCLA, Oregon State, two really good defenses there, Washington State as well. Uh, but I think Utah's better than all three of those teams. And both teams are great against the spread. Utah's four and one. Arizona's five and one in their last six. Uh, but Arizona hasn't won this game since 2015. I don't think that changes this weekend. So I'll take the Utes and essentially a pick 'em game that's now flipped as well with them being dogs. So I'll take them plus one. Yeah, that's the way Luke is leaning as well this week. He's got Utah plus one. So really interesting Pac-12 showdown right there. We will uh, go. We'll actually stay. In the Pac-12, man, we got a lot of good games in the uh, Pac-12 this weekend. We got number five, Washington. Yeah, number five, Washington. Uh, They are traveling to number 11, Oregon State. I mean, we talk about good Pac-12 games. This is the Pac-12 game of the week. The interesting part here is that Oregon State is two and a half point favorites after starting the week as underdogs. So, uh, man, I mean, I, I am very, very curious to see uh, which way you lean here, Dan? You got Washington still remaining undefeated on the season, uh, or do you think Oregon State pulls off this upset and wins and covers the spread? Yeah, like you said, this line flipped. It was one in favor of Washington, then fl- quickly switched over to the uh, Oregon State side as they were f- favored by a point and a half. Now two and a half point favorites. And typically, you know, when the line flips, you're supposed to go with the home team, even though I didn't just do that with the Utah game. But uh, I also, I, I don't know, I was sitting there and looking at this, and I was like, wow, I can get Washington with plus odds this late in the season against an Oregon State team that's lost multiple games. Why, why, why would I not pick the Huskies? <laughs> like, why? This is one of the top five teams in the country. They're fighting for a college football playoff spot. I understand that Oregon still has hopes for a Pac-12 championship game, but I, I just think that Washington gets this done. They're one in, I, Washington, albeit, is one and four against the spread in their last five times they played Oregon State. But in all of those games, they were the dogs they've never been the favorite within that stretch uh and i just have a feeling that washington is going to be up for this game because it's they know it's their most important game remaining on the schedule and if they win this one they're in the pac-12 championship they're going to be playing for a college football playoff appearance at that point too i'm going to take the huskies on the money line i got them at plus 110 already 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the opposite way. I am going to take Oregon State to uh, win and to cover the spread. Uh, I, I'm, I was kind of feeling this upset uh, before the line flipped. I mean, Washington was favored at first, and I was, you know, writing this uh, this summary here, uh, you know, for the podcast prep here. I was writing it based on Oregon State being an underdog, and uh, now I get them as favorites. So I guess I'll I'll still roll with them. Um, and my rationale for this is that uh, Oregon State, I mean, you you look at them and you're like, okay, I mean, they're they're number eleven in the country on the college football playoff rankings. Like they're they're a decent team, but you don't view them as like a true juggernaut uh, among the college football uh, playoff, uh, I guess, contenders. But they, man, they're they're really sneakily good too. When it comes to uh, SP Plus, they're number 13 overall on offense, number 28 overall on defense, number 16 overall on special teams. So they are just rock solid across the board. And they are also very dangerously close to being undefeated this season as well. They're two games that they've lost this year, all on the road and by a combined six points. So they very well could have been undefeated heading into this game. They lost by three points to Washington state in September, and they lost to three by uh, three points to Arizona on the road in October. So this is very much a team that uh, I I feel like they are one of the better teams in this pac 12. And and I've bet against them a few times this season. And I have obviously lost money in those games that I have bet against them. So uh, on the flip side, Washington's defense, their last three weeks, they've given up 33 points to Stanford, 42 points to USC, 28 points to Utah. I think Oregon State should be able to put up some points on the board. They got the home crowd on their side. They're trying to spoil Washington's season. I think this is a really tough spot for the Huskies here. So I am going to roll with Oregon State to uh, win and to cover the spread. And Luke, on the other hand, is on your side, Dan. He has Washington plus two and a half. So that definitely one of the better college football games of the weekend. Really eager to watch that one. So we will move on and go to the SEC for another really important game here with CFP uh, implications. Number one, Georgia, uh, ten and a half point favorites this weekend, traveling to number 18, Tennessee. And uh, this is mine, correct, Dan? I, I totally just drew a blank there. I think this one's mine. Yeah, go I'll ahead. take first. All right, cool. Well, I am going to, uh, unlike last week, I picked Ole Miss to cover, and that didn't go well. So I'm going to go back to Georgia. I should have never bet against them uh, in any circumstance. I mean, they, they uh, you know, they, they really turn it on against the better teams, against the better competition. And uh, I, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice in a row here, even though they're on the road. I, I just feel like until proven otherwise, I just got to roll with Georgia uh, to win and to cover these spreads. I mean, this is this is not a very good Tennessee team. I know that they're they're ranked number 18 in the CFP rankings, but honestly, I feel like at this point in the season, they're pretty overrated. They just got demolished against Missouri, and I think they're a little overranked in the CFP rankings too, um, but that's neither here nor there. So at the end of the day, I'm going to take Georgia to win and to cover the spread, and uh, that's just the way it's going to be from here on out. So Dan, what do you got uh, going on in this one? 
Yeah, this is by far the biggest game on Georgia's schedule, and it's not really close. Um, every other top 25 opponent they've played this season has been at home, and the Dogs have not been very good on the road. Uh, Auburn almost beat them earlier in the season. They didn't cover against Vanderbilt on the road either, and this is just the fourth time and the last time that they will leave the state of Georgia with the games remaining on their calendar because the SEC championship game is in. Georgia. Uh, Tennessee was just embarrassed on the road against Missouri last week, uh, but they're undefeated at home this year. They played really well last year at home as well. Obviously that Alabama win uh, and Georgia's defense is just not the same that it has been the last two years. I think their defense is still very good. Top 10, top 15. Absolutely. But I, I also I, I just – I don't know. I, I don't think that their defense is quite as good as it has been the last couple of years. They've given up points over the last couple of weeks to teams. The over set at only 15 and nine and a half, uh, which I feel like feels low for a Bulldogs team that's hit the over in six of their last seven. Tennessee, four of their last six have hit the over. Uh, so I'm going to be rolling with the over, and I think the points favor the Vols to keep this one within ten and a half points, ten points, whatever it's set at currently. So I'm going to take the Vols and the points in a bounce back game for them at home. Yeah, it's 10 and a half right now. And Luke is uh, favoring Georgia to uh, cover this 10 and a half point spread as well. Moving on to the final game on our schedule here. Number three, Michigan, whether it be with or without Jim Harbaugh, it remains to be seen as of this recording, regardless of who their head coach is, whether it's Harbaugh, Sharon Moore, uh, Jack Harbaugh, it could be anybody at this point. They are still 19-point favorites heading back on the road for a second straight week. They go to Maryland, uh, a place that they have uh, had some successful games at in uh, a recent memory here. So, Dan, which side are you favoring going into this one? Yeah, I'm going with Michigan. Uh, I think the spread is far too low uh, at only 19 points with the way that Maryland has been playing the last couple of weeks one and four in their last five games against the spread they beat a bad nebraska team by only three points on a game-winning field goal last week lost four straight before that uh and michigan they've won by three touchdowns or more in each of the last seven uh games in this series uh so other than last year last year they kept it close but other but before that it was three touchdowns or more uh, of an advantage for the Wolverines in six of the last seven of these games with Maryland. Ohio State beat Maryland by 20. Penn State had them by almost 40 in College Park just two weeks ago. So whether or not Harbaugh's on the sidelines, I don't think it matters. This team is going to continue to play angry and with a chip on their shoulder. I think they take care of business, play really well again against the struggling Maryland team. So give me Michigan and the points, minus 19. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm taking Michigan to win and to cover the spread as well. You hit on a lot of points that I was going to say. Michigan is pissed uh, with or without Harbaugh. Whether even if they get him back, they're going to be they're going to be pissed. I mean, they're going to try to take all of their anger and aggression out on Maryland and then Ohio State next week, and then hopefully the week after that, whoever they play in the Big Ten championship game. And then on the other side, man, I mean. Three words again, second half Maryland. I mean, they barely beat Nebraska last week. Mike Loxley is just, I mean, I don't know what happens when the calendar flips to like October or middle of October, but his teams just underperform like crazy. And you would think that they would just continue to get better 
and they've had the same quarterback, Tolia Tungavailoa, for what seems like a decade at this point. They're finally going to lose him after this season. So what is this Maryland program going to look like next year without Tungavailoa? I think it's going to be a lot different. And if we're already starting to see cracks in the armor, I don't think this Maryland program is going to be afloat for very much longer unless they just hit a home run in the transfer portal and get someone crazy. But I digress. So uh, rounding back to this game, though, uh, I I think, uh, you know, it's big noon kickoff. Michigan is going to be ready, uh, whether it's with Sharon Moore, Jim Harbaugh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to take Michigan to win. I'm going to take Michigan to cover, and they are going to enter the game uh, the next week against Ohio State at 11 and oh so those are our picks for this week man i'm really excited this is a great slate of college football we got and uh really eager uh to see how these picks go and uh you know really appreciate everybody listening to the pick em podcast this entire season hopefully we can get luke back on uh for the final regular season a week of college football and hopefully get him back for uh some bowl game uh, bowl season as well. So, uh, Dan, before we log off here, where can everybody find you on social media? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Dan Plucker. That's P L O C H E R. And you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Feel free to give Maze and Brew a follow as well, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. We're all there, uh, always posting a quality Michigan football content. And we got the basketball team rolling as well hockey also going so i mean we've got articles out left and right so give us a follow at maize and brew for dan plucker i am vaughn lozon thank you again for tuning in and we will see you guys next time on the pick'em podcast